Meeting Tom Cruise is a production of the Dan Patrick Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. I'm talking to my husband on the phone. I'm like, I've landed in Atlanta and my phone's ringing and it's, I don't know the number. And he goes, oh, it's probably Tom. You should switch over. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. I'm sure it's just like production or somebody trying to pick me up from the airport. And so I answer the phone. I'm like, hello. And it's Doug Lyman. And he's like, hey, Sarah, welcome to Atlanta. I think you just landed. I'm so excited. Hey, Tom wants to say hi. And I was like, what? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And I basically just like blacked out for the next three or four minutes. But welcomes me to the city. And he's like, I'm so excited. We're really, really happy to have you here. We loved your tape. And I was like, okay, thanks. You know? And then he's like, great. Good, good night's sleep. We'll see you tomorrow. And I was like, oh my God. And I called my husband and I was like, it was Tom Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Cruise is the greatest movie star of all time. He's the first actor to have six consecutive $100 million grossing films. He's shrouded in mystery and yet to many is one of the nicest and hardest working people. We love Tom Cruise. We are inspired by Tom Cruise. And while we work in Hollywood, we've never actually met Tom Cruise. So we're going to talk to some people who have. We'll hear some great stories and maybe, just maybe, one of them one day will lead us to the man himself so that we can have stories of our own our own stories of meeting Tom Cruise. Hello and welcome back, all you crazy Stacy Jackson kittens. It's the Meeting Tom Cruise podcast, where two guys obsess over the greatest movie star of all time, Thomas Maypother IV. Hey, I'm Jeff Meacham. I'm your tour guide for this amusement park-like <laughs> podcast. Think of it as uh, Mr. Hunt's Wild Ride. Next to me in the cockpit is my Rio, the guy who would jump on a grenade for me. He looks like Captain America before they injected him with the super soldier serum. He's the fantastic Joel Johnstone. Joel, is that Vita rays you're exposing yourself to? Because you look swole today, buddy. Smoke and mirrors. I just want to say, I, I, I know how your mind works. I would love to be there when you write these opening monologues because I like you don't have the focus to just sit there and write it out, <laughs> and they're brilliant. So I, I think like I see you coming up with like an idea, like okay, that's a fun like ooh, ESPN's on. Okay, let me rock that. I am very ADD, no doubt about it. Uh, I think he's also, also eating crayons while he's doing it. I imagine is eating crayons a bad thing. Anyway, also with us is the Thanos of this podcast. He'd gladly destroy half of all life in the universe. He's our producer, Alec Lev. Alec, if you could snap your fingers and make this podcast go away, would you? Damn it. Oh, no. Oh, no. He just did it. The, the snap. For all the Marvel folks out there, that's right. Jeff just called Thanos Thanos. It's wait, Which is it? Thanos? Thanos? It's not Thanos. Is that a Boston accent? Yeah. Thanos. The Thanos. That gay. Oh, that's New York. Um, listen, guys, I, I, I've been thinking about Tom Cruise this week, and l- let's get a little serious. Wait, who? Been thinking about who? Shut up, Alec. Shut who, up. Who have you been thinking about? Shut Tom up. Cruise. Jesus, He's shut fucking up. with us, Jeff. You already ruined everything. You already did. <laughs> guys, I've been thinking about Tom Cruise this week because I just got a really nice message on the old Instagram from somebody saying, hey, listen, I just went through the worst breakup of my life, COVID, um, and not not breaking up with COVID, but you went through a breakup. And <laughs> I want to break up with COVID. Yeah. Oh God, I want that. I want that divorce so bad. And he said our podcast is bringing the biggest smile to his face and has really gotten him through these rough times. And if that isn't exactly why we're doing this podcast, yeah. 
Yeah. I, I don't know. I just want to make sure everybody knows. Yeah, we know this isn't the deepest podcast. If you want that, go listen to somebody else. Uh, we got an email at uh, contact at meeting Tom Cruise from Kristen, who said, my friend told me about this podcast. I just had a crap day language and i started listening to this and i'm literally smiling while listening to it tom cruise is a national treasure so yeah another one who yeah. just uh for some reason this brought them joy i know i think we know that we've got to win when we hear from people who don't like tom cruise who have you know whatever they're they're ridiculous reasons to not like him and uh, they still love listening to this podcast that's that to me is the win right right let's all that's right and also listen if you send a review and the review says oh my god these guys all they do is talk about tom cruise it's ridiculous <laughs> you're the idiot <laughs> you're the moron not me oh and this is someone who knows what it means to be a moron yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> guys, I, do, do you guys want me yeah. to tell you right now what my GPA? It kind of softens the blow when you when you realize who it comes guys, from. Guys, listen, my GPA coming out of high school was below a three. Let's just say that much. It was way, it had a two in front of it. Get out and, of here. Uh, hey, no. Jeff couldn't, Jeff couldn't even oh. spell GPA. Hey, oh, <laughs> oh, it's ABC. And uh, I won't even ever talk about what my SAT score was. I won't ever, ever actually admit it. That'll be a bonus episode, folks. Should we talk about it another time? I'd like to all talk about RSATs. I, also, what does SAT stand for? All right, everybody. Later in the show, we will be talking with the amazing, wonderful, talented Sarah Wright Olson. Oh, but first, we got that question of the week. Alec, this week's question of the week is, is Tom Cruise the best name of a Hollywood star? I mean, the answer is always yes, Rachel. Ooh. Ooh, yes. I, 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 oh, see, there's some competition, man. There's some there competition is. in this names. And I've got I mean, a list. Oh God, I've got a list. You got a list? I got a list. Well, you just sprung this one on me. So, 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 so. Let me, let me, let me, let me tally in my head. Go, Jeff. It's true. It's true. So here's here's some of the names I think are also cool. And while I'm saying these names, let's <laughs> see if they spark some combo. Uh, Sharon Stone. That's pretty good. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, yes, Jean-Claude yes. Van Damme. Damn it. Powers Took Booth. Yeah. Isn't Powers Booth the coolest name ever? But he's not. See, this is the problem. Like Tom Cruise, the name is so famous and he he is so famous. Powers Booth, I, I can't name one movie he was in. No, but, but can we back up? Because Dwayne Johnson, you're just, you're going past this. That's not a good name. Dwayne no, 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 The no, no. Rock Johnson. You're missing, under, you're missing The Rock. Of course, Alec. I understand that, but you, you, you're missing the most important element. You just read a bunch of names quickly. I mean, and what makes The Rock so great is that in some movies he's Dwayne Johnson, his more serious roles, and in some yeah. it's in the indie flicks. Yeah, when he yeah. wants to be up for an Oscar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and in the Scorpion King, he's just The Rock. Like I yeah. love that it kind of moved around a little bit, like depending on the movie. But I think you know anybody that can have a nickname in their name. How yeah. about Judge Reinhold? Ooh. That one's oh, weird. He, I mean, I mean, it, it, look, here's the here's the here's the top of the line. Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, Schwarzenegger, I, Billy Bob. What? But wait, what? You're, you're just naming cool people or people who no you cool think are names. cool. But cool you're not. You haven't stopped you to slow down Pitt. Pitt, you walk around, your last name is Pitt. That's cool. Bradley Pitt. That's I got cool. one for you. I got one for you go. guys. Yeah, go, I got, please. And I don't think you know, I don't think you know who he is. Oh, Thurl Ravenscroft. Okay, he wins. There you go. That's Dole, awesome. Dole just, Who's Dole that? Dole that? Can, we, can we stop this then? Can we end this? Who is that? Tony the Tiger. 
are you did you just what is happening right now what are you saying <laughs> the voice of tony the tiger i know tony the tiger isn't real jeff he's a cartoon so, no i know but at this point should we just go into the yellow pages and find names because <laughs> who's tony the tiger he also uh, saying he also saying the the grinch song you're a mean one mr oh. grinch that guy, okay. that guy, okay. Tony the Tiger. They're great. Say the name again. Thurl Ravenscroft. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is a terrible question. Uh, Clint Eastwood. How about Clint, Clint Eastwood? Clint, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. I don't even know. Is that his real name? I don't care. But that feels like a guy that makes Westerns, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. A lunatic that makes Westerns. Yeah. And, and, no, as, that one's really good. I like Bella Lugosi. I like Antonio Banderas. <laughs> I also wrote down Shaka Khan. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, my parents, we, we played his records nonstop. Harry Belafonte. I could say that. Mm. Harry Belafonte. I mean, it just rolled. Harry Belafonte. I got it right here. I got it between Benedict Cumberbatch and Powers Booth is Harry Belafonte. Benedict Cumberbatch! <laughs> Benedict uh, Cumberbatch is tough. Let's just, for the sake of things, bring things back to Tom Cruise. I don't know why I do this. Right. But sure. is that name actually cool? Dude, his last name is Cruise. Like anything where it's like it can be a verb. Is that right? Is Cruise a verb? Yeah, you can cruise. Oh, down hey, I did all right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Anything where oh, we'll pause. We'll pause, Joel. No, we'll no, pause. no. Everyone, let's just say what's happening. Joel's leaving. Oh, the Joel studio. had to leave. Yeah. Joel so leave everybody knows. Everyone just hang out. You know what? Yeah. This is a good time for you to go and rate and review the show. However, not based on the current conversation, please. <laughs> just on your your overall delight at this show. This is a good time. To uh, go to if you're if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, rate and review. Um, you know, as the editor of this, I'm telling you right now, we could edit all this out, but I don't think we're going to. Why do that? We need to pass the time. Hey, Joel's back. There, there he is. He okay, is. boys. Uh, right. Best names. That's where we were. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, bah, 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 bah. For me, it's interesting when when Jeff comes up with the question of the week, and I ask it, and as soon as it comes out of my mouth, I know it's a fucking dead end. <laughs> And well, it's not a dead end. You okay. just It's just a maze. It's a labyrinth, and we got to find our way. And we hit a dead end in that maze. Joel, tell everybody what you just did. Okay, so I'm in New York. I'm working in New York this month, and, and it was just it's too long to be away from the family, and uh, my wife is still able to work from remotely from wherever. And we had been talking about taking an RV trip for years, and it just seemed like the perfect time. It was like, and then, it's like I'm making a podcast. This is the perfect time. Yes. Yes. To be out of commission for a couple of days on the road. Did not be able to talk to Jeff or Alec at all. <laughs> oh, oh, can you say what the name of the RV was? Yeah, I was just going to say this is like the best part. Yeah. Cruise America. It oh was called God. Cruise America. Cruise America. Um, I have so many pictures, folks. Um, first can of all, we, it's it, it's a great company. They they're they're all of the United States. You can uh, we we <laughs> and if Cruise America would like to sponsor us, <laughs> yeah, this podcast are, can be brought are, to you by Cruise. We America. get no kickbacks at all. But, Seriously, but, uh, no, our, let's let's have our producer Doug here look into that. Uh, I think that's a clear clear crossover. Cruise America. So yeah. so what I started to do, and I I actually realized I have to do this on the way back because I only started halfway through. But this was my idea. Okay, after about the first day of driving. My wife and I had we had we had idolized this idea and romanticized this idea of getting in an RV and going cross country. And after about a day and a half, I realized this is the worst fucking idea we've ever had. <laughs> but it was too late to do anything because we were already there. Sure. So then I'm like, how do I pass the time? About halfway through, I get to Texas and I'm like, well, here we go. Here's an idea. 
Cruise America. We're doing this podcast. Tom Cruise is filmed in most states in this country by this point. The guy's been filming for 40 years all over the country, all over the world. Every state we drove through, I'm like, well, he did this movie here. He did that movie here. So I have like a quote and a shot. Like I have a sweeping Oklahoma landscape shot, just like in Far and Away, like the end of Far and Away, except it's snow capped because there was a massive blizzard. And and I, I reenact a little scene along the way. And I'm, I'm going to do more going back. I like that. I like this idea a lot. I think that's a fantastic I, idea. I would call Jeff because like we were passing through like a sliver of Arkansas. I was like, Jeff, Jeff, look it up. Did Tom Cruise film anything here? Did he film anything here? I'm in Arkansas. Literally. I live 30 miles. Literally. I'm like, Tom Cruise, Arkansas. Okay. Okay. I think there was a scene in American Made. That's right. That's right. What was the question of the week again? It doesn't matter. <laughs> and now... Commercials. We are so happy today to have a very <laughs> special guest on the show. I'm reading this. I'm reading this to get this right. Her resume <laughs> in film and TV is, is long but distinguished. But to us, we know her as Lucy Seal in the movie American Made starring Tom Cruise. She currently has a new book coming out called The Zen Mama Guide to Finding Your Rhythm in Pregnancy, Birth and Beyond. You can go to her website, yourzenmama.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Sarah Wright Olson. Thank you so much for coming Hello. on, Sarah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Hi, everybody. Thank you for doing this. Hi, uh, Hi. Sarah. This is how this yes. podcast works. Sure, you're here, but you're more of a vessel uh, that <laughs> guides us to someday <laughs> meeting Tom Cruise. Like, so we what really we need... do care about you. Yeah. yeah, sure. I'm not sure I totally believe that, but I appreciate the words. <laughs> no, no, we care. Sarah um, is smart. Sarah is smart. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sarah, this is what we need from you to start this podcast. We need a, a, a just a good minute to two minute blueprint of of your whole entire life. Do whatever you want. You know where you were born, jobs. It doesn't matter. Great. Leading up to that first moment where you met Tom Cruise. Go. I do just want a parenthetical here. D Jeff Jeff really likes you because he usually gives people fifteen to thirty seconds. So that <laughs> true. Means he loves it's you. true. I really did make it more for you. I'm yeah, going to talk it's, so it's your fast. So I grew up in Kentucky. My dad was a pastor. My mom worked in a dentist office. I decided to go out for some model search, acting search, something, and ended up um, getting me to Chicago where I was uh, modeling. And then I ended up in Los Angeles where I was acting by the time I was like 19. And fast forward a few years and I'm auditioning for a script that I read about a drug smuggling guy who's starring Tom Cruise. And I was like, ha ha ha, this is really funny. I love this script. There's no way I'm ever going to get it, so I'm just going to go in and have fun. I love it. Yeah! That wasn't that wasn't a minute. Yeah, you just yeah. I, my favorite thing is when people when I do say that it is funny what chunks they leave out of their life. Like I love <laughs> yeah. that. Just you went from born, your dad was a pastor, and then you're like, and then I was a model. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, the story of meeting Tom Cruise is kind of crazy, and uh, yeah. auditioning for that film is also crazy because take your time. I will take my time <laughs> because I uh, I went into audition in front of Doug Lyman and Kim Roth and um, Mindy oh. Marin, and I was no pressure, um, no pressure, no pressure. It was my you know I, I knew Kim. And Mindy Marin very well. And so they brought me in for Doug Lyman. 
And I was sitting downstairs. Jeff, I'm sure like if you've been there or Joel, if you've been there before, like in her, she has like a two-story house that she does casting out of. And so I'm sitting downstairs and I'm like the first person in the day and she comes down and she goes, okay, I just need to tell you something before we start. And I was like, so (laughs) nervous. I was like, what? (laughs) You want to tell me? And she was like, listen, I just need you to have a lot of confidence. Okay. I need you to go up there and have a lot of confidence. She was like, people are getting really nervous and then it's not going great. And she's like, I just want you to be confident when you go upstairs. And I was like, um, okay. And she goes, also, if Doug's eating something, just ignore it. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, this business. <laughs> so I go upstairs and audition for them. My very first take, I totally messed it up. Like I could, I like messed up my lines in the first like three lines And I got so nervous because I was like, all she told me to do was be confident. And I've already messed up and I'm sweating and I'm like, ah, and I'm from Kentucky and she's supposed to be Southern. So like, I really put on the Southern accent. But when I, when I did it, she looked at me and she mouthed to me and she goes, be confident, you know, like that, (gasps) be confident, but like in a whisper. And I was like, okay. And so I was like, I got to start over again. And I was like determined, you know, and I was just like, okay, I'm going to do this. And so then I powered through that scene and I was like, whoo, I made it. And I could go to the next scene, you know? And so I went to the next one and Doug was like eating something. I don't remember what he was eating. Uh, It was some candy or something, Twizzler. I don't know. (laughs) And so he gives me a note and he like asks me to try this other thing, something different. And I was like, I was like, okay, great. Like, I, I love notes because I'm always down to, like, do something else. And then uh, I do the note, and then he wants to play with this other scene, and then he just keeps, like, he's, like, eating still, but, like, very <laughs> interested and engaged. And I was like, he was, <laughs> oh, I was like, no. that's cool. Like, this is his thing. I'm like, he seems really nice, and I'm less nervous now, and things are feeling much better, and the room is feeling warmer. And you know, you're just when you start having like a good audition, and you're you started at like negative zero, and now it's getting better. (laughs) And so then we got to the end of the audition. I walked out. I felt really good. And then one of the producers like pops her head at the window and is like, "That was awesome!" with a thumbs up. And I was like, "Whoa, that was not something I expected, right?" Threw you some candy. And then I ate some candy. Um, But I called my manager and I was like, I think that went really well. And then she called me back like a couple days later to tell me that they were going to fly me to Atlanta to read with Tom. (gasps) And so I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so so, so you did know that Tom was attached at that first audition, Of course, yeah, I knew. But I was like, I'm auditioning to play Tom Cruise's wife. There's like a million actresses in L.A., who are also auditioning for this. And then on top of that, there's plenty of like celebrities who no problem would say, yeah, I'll do that. Right. So I don't know. I do feel, I just was listening to a podcast with Brian Cranston and he said something that resonated so much with me is that this business is like, so much of it is this like fairy dust of luck, right? It's like all the things have to kind of line up and then there's these moments where it's just you get lucky and like, yes, you, you, you know, you guys are talented actors, but like there is a moment when you're going in for something that like maybe all the ducks were just perfectly in a row and that person was paying attention in that moment. And then you, you know, were able to move forward to the next place. Right. 
Was so, it Smartless? Uh, Were you listening to Smartless? Yes, I love Smartless. Yes, of course. His Cranston. <laughs> what was the What was the other thing that he said? He said something about like the audition itself was a job. I can't remember what he said, but it really impacted me, as you can tell. <laughs> There you go. Uh, Jeff, I'm not sure we need to advertise for the most successful podcast <laughs> in the world right now. It's so good. Why not? It's just I really mean, like, like if anyone was going to listen to a podcast, really listen to Smartless. I mean, it's just... <laughs> If there's anything with Google Analytics, you know, if like we're transcribed somewhere, then Smartless will come out of that and then somebody will find your podcast because we talked about Smartless. Actually, you know, she's right. It is good to mention other popular podcasts. I believe I heard that on Malcolm Gladwell's Revisionist History. (laughs) That's so funny, Al, because I was listening to uh, Joe Rogan. My goodness, that's so strange. (laughs) I meant to listen to Joe Rogan. I was listening to The Daily, though, and I didn't have time. The Daily is my religion. <laughs> but I bet you didn't know that on Stuff You Should Know, you might learn stuff if you listen to that. That's they ta- just... they they talked about that on Office Ladies this week, actually. It was... How funny, because on This American Life, they were discussing Office Ladies. That's crazy. Bill Burr was also. That, they are so popular. Hey, Alec, do you have any cereal spelled with an S? <laughs> actually, the Office Ladies were on Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend this week. I don't even have to make that one up. And listening to that, did make me 10% happier. <laughs> uh, you know who makes me 10% happier? The Rachel Maddow show. Sarah, actually, there was, I, I, there was a TED talk about this. Oh, God, Alec, and of course, the, the Dan, Dan Patrick, Patrick show. show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Sarah. Go ahead. Okay, so, Sarah, you're, you take a six-hour flight thinking about what it's like to go to Atlanta and, and audition in front of Tom Cruise. Tell us okay, about that. So, I leave to go on this audition. My husband is like, by far my biggest cheerleader in the world. Like he couldn't be more supportive across the board. And he's such a Tom Cruise fan. So he's like, yes, you know, this is going to be so great. And so I'm, of course, I'm very nervous. And I have um, my son at the time. And, you know, when you're a mom, you don't get a whole lot of alone time. So I decided on the plane to watch a bunch of Tom Cruise movies. <laughs> which ones? Which ones? Which ones? What you watch? Know. Do you remember? I'm trying to remember. It was like old. It was like an old. Um, oh, which one did I watch? I watched an risky? old Tom Cruise oh. movie. Yeah, Risky Business. Yes, was on. No, Risky Business was on um, their like. You know, it was in their like catalog on the on the airplane of movies. I think it was an American flight. And so, um, (laughs) not unplugging American Airlines, but anyway, so I do the play. I'm watching Tom Cruise. I'm like, wow, he's such a great actor. This is going to be so crazy. And we land and I'm talking to my husband on the phone. I'm like, I've landed in Atlanta and my phone's ringing and it's, I don't know the number. And I, he goes, oh, it's probably Tom. You should switch over. And I was like, ha ha ha. I'm sure it's just like production or somebody trying to pick, you know, pick me up from the airport. And so I answer the phone. I'm like, hello. And it's Doug Lyman. And he's like, hey, Sarah, welcome to Atlanta. I think you just landed. I'm so excited. Hey, Tom wants to say hi. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I basically just like blacked out for the next three or four minutes. But he was like, came on with his Tom Cruise voice. And he's like, hey, you know, and it's a little bit, he's like, has a little bit of Southern on it anyway, just because we're, he's prepping for this like role where we both have Southern accents. And so, you know, he says hi and he, you know, welcomes me to the city and he's like, I'm so excited. We're just going to have so much fun. We'll play tomorrow. We'll, you know, get in there and just kind of work on everything. And um, we're really, really happy to have you here. We loved your tape. And I was like, 
okay, thanks. You know, and then he's like, great, good, good night's sleep. We'll see you tomorrow. And I was like, oh my God. And I called my husband and I was like, it was Tom Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. Did you feel pressure at this point or did you feel a sense of freedom? Like it's, you know, there's those two types of us actors at that point. I I assume it's basically yours if you kill it. So where, where were you at that point? Yeah, so I don't I don't think about it like that. I can't. I just like I oh, don't I know. Do. It's just you do oh you do. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's why I'm not yeah. as famous as you. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know. I just think about it more so in you know, my husband and I talked about it before he left and I was like, you know, I think I have to look at this opportunity because I really did look at it as an opportunity, right? And I was like, I have to look at this and think this is an opportunity to go and read opposite one of the greatest actors that's ever, you know, been around. And he lived. has made so many movies, lived. He has made so many movies and, and I, I get to be in a room with him and read lines with him. And you know what? I think I'm just going to go in there and have fun yeah. and see yeah. what I can learn from him. And, and I was like, you know, it's okay. If I don't get this role, it's okay because I need to see what this is like and to be head to head with someone that massive. Like I just wanted to, to, to like hold my own really. I just wanted to do like a a job to where when I left, I could feel like, okay, I can hold my own. So next time maybe this will happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) See, this is the difference between you and Jeff, Sarah, you, for you, (laughs) you just chose to take the avenue of this is a learning experience. Jeff would have been like, is he going to like me? Is he going to like me? How can I make him like me? Should I call him buddy right away? Should I tell him he's my amigo? Should should I tell him about all the fantasies we had about hanging out and how we're supposed to be best friends? Should I do that? That's the difference. Then I start to cry. <laughs> um, it's true. But yes. So next day I get ready. They come and pick me up. Like production comes and picks me up and we go to, um, we're heading over to this place. I'm like, how far away is it? I need to know how long I have before I'm not breathing anymore. And he was, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, it's like 30 minutes. And I was like, okay. So of course, you know, like I'm getting nervous and I'm like, sometimes when I get nervous, I'm like, I have to go to the bath. I'm like an excessive peer. And I'm like, you know, just like, I'm just like, I, the bathroom situation is going to be tough. I'm like, wait, like I need to go to the bathroom and like, just take a breath and drink some water and like, you know, whatever. So I'm like, okay, that's the building. All right. We're pulling up in front of this building. It's like a massive warehouse kind of building, pulling up in front of this building and fucking Tom Cruise is standing outside. And he's waiting for me right there outside. He's wearing his Ray-Bans and he's wearing a white t-shirt and a pair of jeans. I will never forget it. And he's holding some water bottle. I think it's Fiji. And um, (laughs) (laughs) we pull up and I'm like, holy fucking shit. Like I have to get out of the car and walk to where he is now with my bags and my stuff. (laughs) Like I thought like just walking into a building right and he's there and I got out I was fine I didn't fall (laughs) and walked towards Tom and he was like hi you know and I'm like hi and he goes let's uh let's just hang out outside and talk for a minute and I was like okay that's amazing (laughs) it's what every audition should be yes I know exactly (laughs) so we hung outside we talked he asked me where I grew up we realized that we went to, I went to a high school um, right down the street from his school in Kentucky. And so we chatted about like different places in Kentucky. Um, and then 
we walked into the building and went into what turned into a four-hour audition. And a four-hour audition? Yes. <laughs> what did you? What did you do? They must have played Monopoly. <laughs> Right. So, did you do? I did know. you do other scripts too, or like did you? <laughs> did you help no. write Mission Impossible Six? Yes. No. <laughs> that's guys, incredible. But that's I know. Yeah. Well, we went in and like they were like before we you know set up a camera or whatever. Like let's just play with the material because this is he hadn't really done this stuff out loud. I was like the first person he had it, and you know that he was reading opposite with, and he's prepping for the role. And so we get started and Doug starts giving Tom notes. And I was like, okay, like what is happening? You know, like that's allowed. Are you allowed to give Tom notes? <laughs> and Tom's like playing, you know, with the character and he's like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, let's try that. And so then we would try something else. And then, and then Tom would like chime in about something about the couple or the relationship, things that I wouldn't necessarily know, you know? And so he would like tell me something like, oh, she was so in love with him. So in this moment when you're waking up in the morning, like I think you would be really excited even though it's so early instead of like, instead of being like, oh, it's really early. <laughs> and so anyway, those are like little things where he was just giving me tidbits. And so I was like, okay. And so then we kept like playing and finding things. And then we did that with the first scene. And then we like, you know, took a water break and hung out and chatted. And then we went back and we did the second scene. This is all without being put on camera yet. And so in my head, I'm thinking like, they got some good shit. Like, why aren't they taping this? They had not begun rolling the camera yet? No. And I'm like, okay, so none of this is being taped. So <laughs> then we're going to be doing this, um, you know, again. So we go through all the scenes. We play around with it fully like like you're workshopping it, you know? Like it's... it's yeah, that's what this sounds like. Yeah, it feels like that. Like you're doing like you know, workshopping. So by the time we actually set the camera up or they set the camera up and Gary, the writer's there and Gary's been taking notes like the whole time because he's, they're still working on the script. So they're also talking about script stuff at the same time. Um, now knowing them, I understand that this is just their process and how they like kind of do things. But at the time I was like, I had no idea what's going on. <laughs> and to be like, clear, may maybe uh, Jeff and Joel could just tell us a little bit of how this is not what a second audition is. <laughs> no. Maybe the, maybe some no. listeners don't know. That no, but it wasn't not... for me either, by the way, like yeah. a second audition for me in my career has been, I mean, I've read opposite other actors and have gone in done the audition with them and been like, okay, goodbye. Thank you so right. much. See you right. later. And you turn around and you walk out and you only get one chance to do the material. And if you're not exactly how they envisioned you to be, you're gone. Right. And so, right. yeah, that's how it normally is. That's it. Yeah. Right? One, one chance to, to one chance <laughs> one. to do a character in a small room <laughs> that has nothing to do whatsoever with the script at hand, you know, uh, Joel no. and I often joke about, have I ever told you about the time that I auditioned for this World War II movie where I had to be, I had to have fallen into water. We both auditioned for this, Jeff. We both auditioned for this. A lot of guys, <laughs> there was this one particular role, Sarah, that they were looking for. And they, the, the place where they were auditioning, the room we were auditioning it, it was tax season. 
Let's say it was like yep. March, yep. you know, like 24th. Oh my God. And so the <laughs> casting director, before you started your audition, said, hey, listen, they're doing taxes upstairs and they have asked us to please not have any of the actors yell. Sarah, would you like to know what the scene was? <laughs> please. That's right. You were being attacked by a shark. It was the shark attack scene. <laughs> and Sarah, can I also tell you, there I counted, there were 15 scenes this this character appeared in. They chose the shark attack scene the as the audition attack. scene. Right. There was I like have, I don't there understand was the, why they there was do the that. scene where he tells off the admiral, <laughs> the scene where yeah, he gets reprimanded. That, none of that. No, nope. no, no. Let's nope. go sign for the shark attack. Yeah. Anyway, we digress. Yeah. I actually know the guy that booked that, by the way, Joel. Me too. Okay, so Sarah, <laughs> uh, four-hour audition. You finally put it on tape. Yeah. Give us that time period now between <laughs> finishing that and booking. You're in Atlanta at this point. Do they fly you home? Well, this I have to keep telling the story because it gets better. So yes. from here, yes. I, we end up doing the, that four-hour audition, and um, it's great. And we had a lot of great moments in it. They brought the producer in, and they ended up taping it. And um, I left that night exhausted because I was just like, I don't think I've ever worked on material that were just like a few pages long more in my life. And I just worked on them with Tom Cruise. So I was like, it was amazing. And it was, you know, one of those things where you're just like, you're up and you're like at 110% for so long. And then you're, you're yeah. just wiped when you leave. Right. So. Oh, your brain, just, your brain must've just oh, been. Just complete mush. So I go to the hotel and I decide to go and order a glass of wine and a steak. And I sat down to eat dinner. <laughs> and, nice. Um, <laughs> which is great. I was like, this is my reward. And I get a phone call and it's one of the producers and they're like, Hey, so Doug and Tom want to bring you back tomorrow morning, which I was supposed to fly out the next day. And they were like, they want to bring you back tomorrow morning. And I was like, for what? And they were like, well. Because <laughs> we basically was, shot the movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, what do they want me to do? And he was like, well, I don't actually really know, but. You know, because I was like, well, do I need to prep anything? Like, should I read through the script and like prep other scenes or? And he was like, mm, I'm not sure. And I was like, okay. And so I called my manager and told her. And I was like, can you find out from casting? Like, do I need to keep, you know, remembering my lines? And like, you know, because it kind of goes out of your head after you're done, right? Your, your brain's like, okay, totally. all done. I'm not going to remember that anymore. And so. Yeah. Short-term up, memory, gone. Gone. See Just ya. in case we add a shark attack scene, <laughs> we want to see what it looks like when you get attacked by a shark. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I go back in the next day and I have no idea. And I go to the casting director who's there and I'm like, what's going to happen? Like, what are they going to, what, what else are we going to do? And she goes, I have no idea. She was like, but uh, just do everything that you did yesterday. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so. Um, I go in this room and I'm waiting and Tom comes in, Doug comes in and, and we're all just like chatting and they start showing me like pictures of cars they're going to use in the movie. And they're like, do you play ping pong? And Doug's like starting to play <laughs> ping pong with me. And I was just like, okay, what is happening? And I know they have somebody else that's going to be auditioning. So, or there's like other people coming in to audition that day. And so I was like, okay, um, I wanted to be like, are we, uh, are we going to, you know, do this? My flight was soon. And so they were like, oh, we're just going to chat some more. Can you tell us some more about your time in Kentucky as a kid? And so I was like telling them Kentucky stories. And, and then finally it got close to my time for my flight. So they were like, all right, well, you can go. And we didn't do anything. We just hung out. And so 
I called my husband when I got in the car and I was like, I was there for like almost three hours and we just talked. Like we talked about Kentucky. They showed me pictures of cars like they're going to use in the film. And my husband goes, you booked the role. You know that, right? <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. They're, they're going to like, they have other people that they're seeing. And he goes, no, you, you, you got the part. And he's like, for sure. And I was like, okay, fine. Well, don't get my hopes up because that's crazy. I was like, I can't imagine that. But maybe they were just being nice. He goes, no. And so <laughs> I ended That's what up they like, do to the people who didn't get it. They just come like, hang oh, out for yeah. three hours. You didn't get the role. <laughs> but, but you got, but for real though, right? Like you guys, oh, would totally. you really at that point be like, okay, I got the part. No one told me anything. I'm in this room with them and no one's saying anything except they just want to get to know oh me God. better. And I was like, what is happening? So then, well, on the outside, Sarah, if yes. if I if I got to play ping pong with Doug Lyman and then got a phone call the <laughs> next day from him being like, "Sorry, Jeff, we went with Chris Klein." <laughs> he was hoping you were a better ping pong player. You can't be in that headspace, though. You just can't. I know. It's like it's, it's too much of a letdown if it doesn't happen. So you just can't go there. Exactly. So I get on the plane. I have to go five hours with no Wi-Fi. So I have no idea what's happening or if any phone calls have been made. I The plane lands in LA. I turn my phone on. I call my manager and she picks up the phone and she's like, hold on just one second. I have a bad connection. And I was like, okay. And then she comes back on and she goes, um, hey, your team's on the phone. You got the role. And I was like, oh. what? <laughs> And so I was. Are you are you still on the runway at this point? Are you are you going <laughs> through the, the terminal? What's happening? Where are you? Fully crying oh. on the runway. Fully crying. One thousand percent. Amazing. The flight marshal yeah. has to contain her. <laughs> so give us the give us the life. Well, the life working with Tom and Doug is we went early for rehearsals, two weeks early, and I spent a lot of time with them um, because. You know, it was interesting. Like Tom invited me to come to tech scouts, to to like production meetings, like all kinds of things. And I was like, what? So like the writer sessions on the weekends. And I was like, yeah, okay. Are, are we rehearsing? And so like I would sort of show up and then they would be doing all these logistics and then they'd be going through like script stuff. And then him and Doug would turn to me and be like, so what do you think? And I was like, me? <laughs> me? Wrong, uh, wrong choice, guys. Wrong choice. I was like, am I supposed to, should I study this like more to, to have more of a thought about other people's roles, not just mine? I, I don't, it was just, you know, such an inclusive process, you know, and they, they were wow. always um, making me such a part of the team. It wasn't just that I was like, oh, I'm playing Tom's wife in the movie. Like I was their teammate and they felt like I had a lot to offer being from the South. And so they just wanted me around all the time to sort of, um, to, to just to be a part of the whole thing. And so I went Amazing. and, you know, on the weekends they would do writing sessions and they would ask me to come. And then Tom and I would read scenes out that they would just write on the spot and we would work on different things. And, you know, some of the things that are in the film, at the end um, of the movie, that wasn't in the original script. And so the third act for the couple was sort of like um, not really existent. It was sort of like you check back in and find out, you know, what's going on with Lucy. But all this stuff towards the end of the movie where, um, you know, we kind of like have to pack up everything and like move and all that stuff that wasn't really there in the original script. And so they went back and added some of those things. And it was like a progression of time 
and there were months of shooting where we would sort of go back and revisit certain scenes. And you know the scene in the film where um, he brings us to this new town and we're in this rundown house and I go put the kids to bed and he comes home with all the food and then I go in and like hit him. Love that scene where he throws down the money. Love that scene. This is one of my questions. I can't believe you brought this up. Yes, yes. (laughs) Well, in the original script, this scene was done so differently. But as this um, story kind of came to life and evolved in uh, the process of shooting, we went back and reshot this three times during the three months of shooting Mm. in Atlanta. And we shot it Mm. such different ways. But the female character became so much stronger throughout shooting where we just we loved seeing his wife have this kind of presence and force. And so instead of her being like diminished by his actions, instead she was just like, okay, what's happening? Like, what the fuck, you know? I yeah, it. I remember you I mentioning to me that there were times you said the thing with Tom Cruise is if the scene didn't work, he'd bring you back. Like if you guys would yeah. come back months later, like we need to redo this until it's right. He's like, yeah, his, own, he's just, like his own Pixar. Yes, and Gary's like such an amazing, <laughs> yeah. Gary's such an amazing writer that, um, you know, there's so many stories with them because they all, Tom, Doug, and Gary all lived in the same house for the whole time we were shooting. So Tom was in the top floor, Gary was in the middle, and Doug was on the bottom floor. And so Tom, like, hardly ever sleeps, right? And so Tom would, like, get up in the middle of the night and have an idea and, like, run down to Gary's room and, like, bang on his door and be like, Gary, wake up, you know? And He'd be like, I have this idea. And he's like, <laughs> and, and then Gary would be like, oh, I was, you know, the next day at work, he'd be like, oh, Gary moved out. I mean, eventually, yeah, he did. <laughs> um, but he was like, I was up writing all night long because Tom had an idea. Unbelievable. And he's like, and, and then Doug would be there. Doug would be laughing and he'd be like, what happened with you? You know, Gary would be like, what happened with you? And Doug would be like, I locked my door. I wouldn't answer it when he was banging on my door. <laughs> so, I mean... Yeah, they they were. Oh, um, I love that. It's not it's nonstop with them, which is amazing. Is like you're constantly working and finding and you know adjusting to find that that final picture that they're really looking for, which is so cool. All right, we're going to hear a little bit more from Sarah. We're going to hear a lot more from Sarah uh, <laughs> on the set of American Made, but uh, we'll we'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> And now back to our conversation with Sarah Wright Olson. Uh, I got to know, did you fly in a plane with him? Were you guys in a real plane? Yeah, I did. You took my question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I flew with him in Medellin. We did touch and goes um, where they needed us to like be taking off in a plane and coming back down again, landing in Colombia, which we were shooting in Colombia. You actually went to Colombia? You went to Colombia? Yeah, we were really there. Holy shit. (laughs) That's crazy. When, when. Was it just you and Cruz in the plane or were there other people? No, no. There were the camera man was in there and then like, Oh yeah, that the, makes sense. Um, Jesus, Jeff. Yeah. My God, I forget about, I forget <laughs> about the cameraman every time I forget. No, but we also, we also had a GoPro, you know, there was like a GoPro in the front and then there was, um, two pilots flying a, uh, a helicopter outside the plane to get us like, you know how you can see the shot where we're like, in the airplane kind of coming into Medellin. The reason you could see yeah. that is because the helicopter like gets that, you know, shot on the outside. And then you got a cameraman, uh, Cesar, who's behind us. That's the DP. And then um, the director, Doug, I don't know if he was, I think he was in there. 
And then there's another pilot who's in there as well behind the camera. So, you know, we got those moments, which were amazing. But there was also just for me, like, <laughs> for me personally, there's just funny little moments where there's this one uh, time where we had to do all these sort of like, you know, scenes where we're like making out or, you know, as at the beginning there, I think it's throughout the beginning when there's like a montage of us, like getting it on finally. Cause we had, our marriage wasn't great. And then now all of a sudden we're like having lots of babies and it's like a way for them to pass time. And so there's a scene where we're supposed to be in a car having sex in a car. And so they tell us to get in the car. Tom's pa- Tom's legs are supposed to be outside the car in the back seat. I'm laying down and he's supposed to be on top of me. But, um, of course, like they're shooting from kind of far out. And so Tom's supposed to have his pants around his ankles, but he's like wearing shorts and he's supposed to be on top of me, but he doesn't put any body weight on me because the two of us have to do two different things. My leg has to hit the, um, garage door opener to actually make the real garage door go up and down. So there's like a walkie talkie inside. And on the walkie, Doug's like, okay, hit it now, hit it now. And then he's telling Tom to shake the car. So Tom's on top of me shaking the car and I'm hitting the garage door opener with my leg so that you can see like my foot going and you can see Tom's legs outside, but we're not even touching inside the car. Right. And so I'm just like laughing back here and I go, I can't believe that this is what I'm doing in a movie with you right now. Like, this is so crazy. This is supposed to be, like, a sex scene, right? But you're, like, we're just, we're both doing, you know, I'm, like, wearing sweatpants, and I'm, like, kicking this thing, and he's, like, (laughs) and so, I don't know. They don't cover this in acting school. Yeah, they didn't tell us how to do uh, sex scenes with a major star. So funny. (laughs) You did have a lot of sex scenes with him, too, by the way. You really did. Yeah, that's true, yeah. There was like a montage. I mean, they were just mostly him and I laughing at weird, funny things that Doug was trying to make us do throughout that. And all of that was shot on the first day, by the way. All of those. (gasps) That montage was our very first day of shooting. (laughs) What? Yes. What? Trial by fire. Yes. Day one of us. Yeah. And he was like, Doug was like, oh, I thought it would be funny. Good way for us to like get you guys to know each other really well. It is in a way because you're right, though. It is. There's no hitting your mark. There's no like making sure you got that piece of dialogue right. You're not just standing still freaking out. You're totally loose. I like that. That's good. That's fun. Yeah, it was. That's crazy. Okay, just one question. So 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 you you were in a plane piloted by Tom Cruise, correct? That is correct. Yeah. Is he like like did did he do any tricks? Did he did he like was it crazy? <laughs> like was it just exceptional? Was it awesome? Isn't the trick that he's flying a plane? Yeah, that's right? a pretty that's a pretty good trick for your lead actor. It's so funny because they wanted me to like put my arm around him while he's flying the plane, and I was like, should I do this? Like, do, am I, do you want me to do that? Put my arm on you? And I was like, this isn't gonna be like distracting him someone touch you because you're the only one flying this plane you know like i'm sitting in the the co-pilot chair and he's like it's it's totally fine we're just doing touch and goes like you know i would i felt safer flying with tom than with anyone because tom's been doing it for so long and he's like that that's his passion you know like he loves flying planes Sarah, so- how did you do the zero i i have to ask how did you guys do the zero gravity sex moment Please oh tell me God, that wasn't that a is, real plane. That's a great story because they actually, they used a gimbal, um, which is this like, this is like this machine that they build on a soundstage and it's a half of an airplane and inside of it is, so the airplane would be like, you know, like the nose of it. And then 
it's like cut off in the back, right? And so they put it on this thing and it like goes around like a washing machine. So it's gonna like it'd be like a ride at like a fair Whoa. or something, right? And so we are strapped in with harnesses underneath my dress and he's got it under his whatever he's wearing, his shirt. And he's harnessed into the chair. I'm harnessed into the ceiling. And then we're harnessed together, like strapped together. And they explained everything to me. They had stunt people and everybody like in there. Um, What nobody knew is that I had actually had food poisoning the night before we shot the scene. And I didn't tell anyone because I was like, there's no way I'm not showing up to set. Because like, there's no way Tom would never show up to set because he... (laughs) He would fully show up. Um, right. This so, is what Tom Cruise creates. Yes. Yeah, See, like, like anybody else would be no like, no. There's no way that I'm not going to be there early always because that's I, that's how I am anyway. But then also I am but not What, what luck not to be up. filming that scene when you have an upset stomach? Like what? Exactly. <laughs> I had food oh, poisoning. God. And I told, I told one producer, my dear friend Kim, I was like telling her, okay, I had food poisoning last night. I'm downing coconut waters and electrolytes and everything to try to like feel good. And she's like, are you joking me right now? You're getting into that thing. And I was like, don't tell anyone, but I just want you to know that I was sick all night long. And so, so yeah, so I got in the gimbal and, um, and then they kind of give you like a countdown and they start like cranking this thing and it starts spinning and it creates this zero gravity um, where oh you like God. are lifted up. So basically <laughs> you have to time it because the, the camera's mounted to the wall. So basically you have to time everything to when you would come back around and float back down, right? So that whole piece was just, and, and they had spent so much like money to make it all happen. It was all happening on this day. So of course I got food poisoning the night before. I was fine. I didn't throw up. That was my biggest fear is I was going to throw up on Tom. On uh, Tom Cruise, yeah. And, <laughs> on Tom Cruise. How was, yeah. how was work today? Well, I puked on Tom Cruise's face. So. Uh, Have you seen the American-made gag reel? It is <laughs> unbelievable. Oh, like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ew. But yeah, I was terrified. But I didn't. I was fine. And we got it in three spins. We got the take. So, And they were like all cheering off to the side, everybody outside. where They were so excited. We got it done in like three Three uh, spins. <laughs> what a unique ride it is to be in a movie with this guy. Yep. It yep. is. Yep. It's a wild experience. And he, you know, he has like, um, I don't know if anybody's talked about the challenges that he's he has on uh, in the mornings, but he always has this like, um, he has a work, uh, like a gym. Oh, the trailer Sarah, you're, Sarah yes. you're about to change Jeff's life. You're about to change. Whatever's about to okay. come out of your mouth yep. is going to affect Jeff's life greatly. Please. That's, I, that's probably true. Nobody else talk but Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> he has a gym, a trailer that's turned into a gym. And in the mornings before work, he challenges everyone to come into the gym and do like a 12 minute challenge or whatever. And, and it's all up on the board. So it tells you like you're doing this many setups, this many, whatever. And he wants everybody in there at the same time to do it together. So there'd be like 20 of us in the trailer in the morning i would be halfway through hair and makeup because he wouldn't come in until after because my hair and makeup takes longer so i'd have like rollers in my hair half my costume on and i'd have to run in and do the like 10 or 12 minute challenge and everybody would do it together and it would be hair makeup like lots of random people and then we would do it and then uh and then we'd all go back to to our day but that was like he was so into his training 
but he also, that was his way of like amping everybody up in the mornings and being like setting the tone for the day. And we did it as a team. <laughs> I, I, I don't even. Can I tell you, can I tell you, I, I, I'm like reading Jeff's face and, and you said Tom has challenges in the morning. And what Jeff heard was, yeah. oh, he can't get up before 1030 either. <laughs> no, that's what Jeff heard <laughs> and jumped to, no, he actually challenges people to physical exertion. I'm, I, I, what I saw in Jeff's face was, I can't believe she found a way to make me love this guy more. That's Alec, what it said. Alex knew me better in that moment, Joel. Alex knew me that. better in that there moment. Yeah, there yeah. it is. Jeez. That's so cool. God, Sarah, thank you so much for coming on and doing this with us. Taking, oh, taking so time welcome. out from your babies. This is a dream Absolutely come true for us. Absolutely, my pleasure. Aw, well, thank you thank guys you, for having me. Of course. Bye, guys. Bye, Sarah. Thank you so much. God, wasn't she fantastic? That was amazing. 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 That was amazing. Yes. I freaking love this job that we have. <laughs> uh, everybody, uh, check out Sarah's website, yourzenmama.com, where you can order her new book, The Zen Mama Guide to Finding Your Rhythm in Pregnancy, Birth, and Beyond. Check out the link in our show notes. All right. And today we're going to wind up our show with an email that came to us at uh, contact at meetingtomcruise.com. This one is anonymous, but they want to know, and I'm sure many people have the same question. What will you say when you meet Tom Cruise? Oh, no. Because obviously it matters how, if it's because he comes on this show, well, that's going to be a lovely thing. But if it's just like, oh, my God, you, you met him in the street. What if you literally just met him in the street? You know, that'll be tough at this point because of this podcast. I, I, I keep having this daydream that somebody like is being so cool to me and Joel that like we know and we never expect it and they surprise us by like being like, guess who's here? Tom Cruise. And I'm, I have to be like, no, 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 no. I can't meet you yet. That'll ruin the entire <laughs> podcast. I don't have my tuxedo on. <laughs> I can't do this. I can't do this right now. I need to interview you in space. This can't happen. I'm worried about the tension, Joel. I'm worried about how tense I'll be. I'm worried at how uncool I will seem and sound. I, there's nothing cool that will come out of my mouth. The Joel laugh will be in full effect. The oh, yeah. Joel laugh. Yeah, the niece laugh. Well, he'll, say like one, the, he'll say like one thing that's just not even really that funny, and you'll do the Joel laugh, and yeah. we're just both like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's, yep. that's really funny. Yeah, I, nothing intelligent, nothing cool. It'll, it'll, I'll be a mess. I'll be a mess. As soon as I let go, I'm worried that the tension will release and then I'll just start to bawl. Like, because you know I'm a big cry. Look, look, unlike you, I've been in a situation where I could have met him. I told, like, at that screening, like, strangers left and right were coming up, introducing themselves, and he was going with it and letting it happen, whatever. I could have. And I was like, there's nothing <laughs> that's going to come out of my mouth that's going to sound remotely good right now. You look so broken right now having this conversation like you this. I wish the audience could see just how like your whole body has kind of let go. Like you're just you feel hopeless. Guys, you do yeah. not seem excited about the possibility it, of meeting it, Tom Cruise. It gives me anxiety. <laughs> we're freaking out. That's what's happening. Actually, we're just freaking out. The other you're not actually meeting him right now. What would you say? But that's the point. We're both in shock just off of the question. That's Think about that. Alec. Alec. We're both in Alec. shock right now. We're fantasizing. Yeah. God. Your daydream is, sorry, I can't meet you now. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, Meeting Tom Cruise is hosted by Jeff Meacham, Joel Johnstone, and me, Alec Lev. 
I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I would say to him. That's the worst part. It's also produced by the same Alec Lev. Do you just have a normal conversation? Do I'm just like, hey, man, how's your day going? Our executive producers are Doug Matica and Dan Patrick. <laughs> and I could be like, awful foggy out there for a ride. Our engineer and mixer is Alex Reeves for Point of Blue Studios. No, yeah. At what point do I get to the place where I'm like, my whole career was built around you? <laughs> and just stare at him in the eyes and then don't speak. I don't know. Editing by Alec Lev with additional editing by Alex Reeves. Oh, I might do something like like quote a line back to him. Like he'll ask me just a very standard question like, hey, what do you feel like? And I'll be like, I feel the need for speed. Oh, shit. You know? <laughs> Our music is by H. Scott Salinas and Matthew Atticus Berger. He'll be like, hello. And I'll be like, that's where you had me. <laughs> Artwork by Rebecca Montoya. What's your, who's your hairstylist? Mine's, I usually go to like Supercuts. Executive produced by Paul Anderson and Nick Pinella for Workhouse Media. I mean, I don't know, dude. I really do believe that I'm tense. And then finally, when the conversation relaxes, I might start to uncomfortably cry. And that'll be where I start to freak out. We are a production of Meeting So-and-So in association with Workhouse Media. Find us online at Meeting Cruise on Instagram and Twitter. Check out our website and show notes at meetingtomcruise.com. And you can email us at contact at meetingtomcruise.com. This is a problem. This is going to be a problem. I think I could only meet him in space. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating. Five stars are much appreciated. And write a review. It really helps people to find the show, and we just might read it on the air. Meeting Tom Cruise was created by Jeff Meacham and Alec Lev. Maybe I just shouldn't meet him. Oh, God, please don't put that in the podcast. Meeting Tom Cruise is a production of the Dan Patrick Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast will self-destruct in five seconds. Nothing happened.